Checking out the podcast. Got a question for you. How do others look when you're tired? Hmm. When you're tired all the time, how do others look to you? Oh, yeah. Research. Science has an answer. Plus the real sign that you should look for if you think your partner is cheating. Oh, nice. Nice and light. Thank well, you. I hope you never need the info. I hope so, too. Well, we're going to give it to you. First, there is a fruit that needs our help, Nira. I'm ready to help. I love fruit. Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. There is a fruit that needs our help. Sales of this fruit have gone down 80% in the last 50 years, and people can't figure out why. Of this fruit? This fruit. Can I take a guess? Go for it. Can you give me a hint? It's a citrus. Oranges? No. It's a citrus. Uh, Grapefruit. Yes. No. I know. I love grapefruit. So do I. Okay. What? You love grapefruit? Okay. Well, you know me. You hate fruit. I hate fruit. But you love grapefruit. Because it's not sweet. Oh. If a grapefruit is too sweet, no, thank you. Okay. Are you also partially then a cantaloupe girl and that's the only one you can handle? Yeah, I like cantaloupe. Yeah, that's like my husband. And like, I like a melon. I'm always the only one. If there's a fruit tray, I'm always hitting the melon hard. People are like, you're weird. I'm surprised. Do you do honeydew? Uh, it's almost too sweet. I was going to say, honeydew is <laughs> no. too sweet for you. Yeah, yeah. What's you, the green one? Honeydew. Oh, yeah, I yeah, know. I know. That's what I'm telling you. I know <laughs> no. what you eat. No. I know better than you. Grapefruit and cantaloupe. But I like grapefruits because they're not so sweet. Mm. And I like how you have to... They're very high maintenance. I like that about them. They're high maintenance because how you have to cut them and how you got to eat them. You got to cut them and then you got to individually slice each little thing and then you yeah. scoop it out with a spoon. And the juice. Yeah. Do you know yes. a grapefruit is not a primary fruit? What is a primary... What does that mean? Like, if, for example, you know how there's a primary color, right? Okay. You know how red, red. is a primary yes. color, blue is a primary color, yellow primary colors. Grapefruit is not a primary fruit. It is not the original fruit. Oh, it isn't? It got mixed together and got formulated. Because when I went to Jamaica for my honeymoon all these years ago, they taught us the origins of a grapefruit and mm. said that it was pretty much conditioned by humans and turned into something. Cool. By mixing something, something, and then they created this thing called the grapefruit huh. hundreds of years ago. Whoa. Yeah, and it's not a natural, like, original fruit. Hmm. Hence why it's so interesting and so strange with what it is. Are grapefruits more expensive? Like, I'm trying to figure out why people don't buy grapefruits anymore. I think they were a big fad for a very long time. Remember how it was about having grapefruits, controlling your diet, eating half a grapefruit and a piece of toast. And then all of a sudden it got all this negative publicity. And I didn't understand why, because it wasn't (laughs) the grapefruit's fault. (laughs) Right. It wasn't. It was us. I was like, oh my gosh, you eat grapefruit? Are you dieting? And I was like, no, dude, I love nature's, like, it's nature's sour candy. Like, body shame. Right? But also, grapefruit's used in a lot of other things. Like, there's a lot, you can put them in salads. Uh, It's not as common anymore. Cleaning products. Well, yeah, like essential oils. Yeah, the the scent. And get this, for me, like, if you're having a mimosa, Mm -hmm. my favorite mimosa Mm -hmm. is not with orange juice. It's with grapefruit juice. Yes. So if this goes away, I will lose it. If you mess with our mimosas, you're done. It's over. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. How harsh is a honk? You know when you're in your car, you may honk at someone. Because according to Dua Lipa, 
Dua Lipa says, don't do it. You never have any idea what the other person is going through. I never honk at anyone. They may be having a bad day. Why should I make it worse? Wow. <laughs> She's never dealt with the Iron Workers Memorial Bridge. Thank you. Or the uh, the Burnaby Lake Stretch. Uh, yeah, or any of what's happening. Anywhere. New West. The bottlenecking in New West. Sorry. The construction. I mean, obviously, we're not honking at construction workers. I'm honking at people well, who are... Well, sometimes. Speak for yourself. Hey. Oh, hey. With a little wink. Okay, besides that, <laughs> I'm honking the people who aren't following the directions that the construction yeah. workers are giving. And I'm like, what's what? Anyways, is a honk harsh? Sometimes you got to give a little, uh-uh. Especially if you're sitting at a red light, all of a sudden it goes green and the person isn't paying attention. How long do you give them? I give them, I go one, two. And then if they don't go, then it's, it's I don't do the aggressive honk. I'm yeah. a, I, tap, I tap. do the, uh-uh. You just like, because then I'm going to miss my light. You know what, though? I love that honks are harsh because sometimes people need a honk because generally people suck at driving around here. Okay, wow. I'll be honest. Have you not noticed? Yeah, there are a lot of people who don't. I had to give a very, this reason why this is hitting home with me, what Dua Lipa is saying with the honk, because I read this story a day after I gave a very aggressive honk. Good for you. I had to. This this person was not paying attention on the road. P.S. We have the best horns in our in our CX-9s from Signature Mazda. Oh, our horns they are, are amazing. Oh, they're like manly <laughs> horns. Like, what? You're like, you really send a message. I love it. The horns are amazing and they're perfect if you want to do the tap, tap one. You can too, tap, right? tap. Never tried that. Right? You can just do the tap, tap. But I had a very aggressive horn experience that I gave someone the other day because they were going in and out but going super slow and messing up all the flow of traffic of trying to get out of downtown Vancouver. See? Then finally, I was like, excuse me, like, pay attention to what you're doing here because you're really messing up the entire flow behind all of us and then she did put down her window and gave the i'm so sorry i'm just lost but then i was like oh okay like oh I, lord <laughs> you wanted to take the honk back <laughs> so bad. she yelled out i'm so sorry i was lost i'm lost <laughs> yeah. wait you had a conversation with the person you really <laughs> laid into yeah. then you felt bad and i felt bad and then i read the dua lipa story about you never know what's going on they may be having a day a bad day you don't know what they're going through but i mean then move like pull over figure out where you're going figure out where you're going before you get in the car google map it hit start like it's very simple i know but not for everyone yes right for everyone google mapping i know i get it but anyways now i'm like i need to not be so aggressive with the honk maybe i need to like just be a little bit tappier with the honk no because i bet you taught her a lesson I bet this woman's like, I will never get in my car again without knowing where I'm going first. Did I mention I also said I'm so sorry? (laughs) Oh, but you throw money at her? Here, five, five bucks. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Well, June is Pride Month, and this is just an amazing story. In a league that is not known for its progressiveness at all, Justine Lindsay just made NFL history. 29-year-old Justine Lindsay is the first openly trans NFL cheerleader, and she's a woman of color, too, Nira. Oh, wow. Yes. She's black. Amazing. A black trans woman, officially an NFL cheerleader. Wow. 
amazing. She just joined the Top Cats, who are the Carolina Panthers cheerleading squad. And she said she is thrilled, happy, proud to break down that door for future trans athletes and for black trans women around the world. That's exactly what it's all about. She is amazing representation, obviously, on many, many levels. Justine Lindsay is also going to keep her bald head to inspire other young girls who may be insecure about rocking their natural bald look. She knows this opportunity is huge. She said, this is big. I know. She said, I think people need to see this. And it's not because I want recognition. I just want to shed light on what's going on in the world. Breaking barriers, adjusting to change, and uh, making those changes that have been promised in the world. Because that's exactly what it it has been, right? Haven't all these organizations been promising change? Saying we're going to look at things differently. We are now going to be approaching and having different higher standards for ourselves and then for the community as well. Mm Because that's who they're going to be showcasing it to. Especially the NFL. Like when you think of an NFL cheerleader... Let's be honest. Who do you think of? You think of like an all-American girl. Mm-hmm. And Whatever that is. Exactly. Whatever that is. Well, the girl it's next not, door. Totally. Yeah. It's not a black trans woman. No. It's probably not even a black woman. Yeah. And making history, like you said, right? And that's all it takes is, you know, breaking the barriers, making history, and just being a role model for all little boys and girls out there in the world. Totally. That's what's so cool about it, right? So we're so happy. We're so mm-hmm. proud of this woman. She's beautiful. She's shredded, <laughs> as you can imagine. She is an amazing athlete. And She's just leading the way. Oh, well, congratulations. Good for her. Justine Lindsay. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Okay. What is the difference between envy and jealousy? Do you know the difference between envy and jealousy? Because we had to Google it yesterday after we talked about it on the air. Yeah, I was talking about this study about color psychology. What different colors mean if they're your favorite and your characteristics and your personality and your behavior. And green was one of the colors, obviously. Green is my favorite color. Mm -hmm. Green says you're likely practical, you're down to earth, you enjoy helping others, but it's possible that you may also have a jealous side. So then we were like, well, is jealous the same as envy? What's the difference? So I Googled. Because the saying is green with envy. Right. That's the saying. The main difference between envy and jealousy is that envy is the emotion of coveting what someone else has, while jealousy is the emotion related to the fear that something you have will be taken away by someone else. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Neither did I. I was. I, I knew envy is a sin. It's one of the original sins. Right. Right? Envy. It doesn't say jealousy is. It says envy is a sin. And envy is pretty much, let's say, for example, you have a girlfriend who travels a lot. Jealous. I mean... Envious. envious. You're envious because you don't own that travel. Right. Right? You don't, it's that travel, not, not own, sorry. Like that's, it's not your yeah. life right now traveling. It's you it. have a girlfriend who gets to have all this time off and, you know, she's out traveling and posting all these beautiful pictures. You're envious of her travels. Whereas, let's say, for example, um, this girlfriend of yours keeps flirting with your husband, John. Watch your back. Exactly. That's making you jealous, not (laughs) envious. You know what's interesting? I always thought I was jealous, but I actually think I'm envious. You have envy. Big time. Are you sure? Yes. You only have envy? You don't get jealous? I... I, You're a pretty jealous person. No, no, no. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I think I do both. 
let's okay. be real. But I think I'm way more envious than I am jealous because I'll look at it. And it's always like material things I'm really bad with. I'm like, ugh, like, look at their house. Look how nice their furniture is. Right. Look at their nice car. Look at her cool hair. Like, it's that. I'm like, I want that. Why don't I have that? That's ah. envy. We're okay. jealous. I don't know if I'm not jealous. I'm being honest. I don't know. Just for the record, jealousy is seen as worse than envious. Jealousy is, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, envy is the sin, but I feel like jealousy is the one who should be the sin. I feel it's not as bad to be envious of someone versus being jealous. What are you? I I, I think I have a lot of envy. Hmm. I, I constantly have envy. Hmm. Like, oh, I'm so envious of her face or yeah, her yeah, hair yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you, you yeah. have those moments. Yeah. But jealousy is when something of yours you feel is going to get taken away from you. So you get that jealousy. It's more of an emotional reaction, I believe. Yeah. And can turn more into rage. Oh. Right? Okay, I do have a lot of jealousy too then. I know. <laughs> I've already told because you remember? That. Which one? Remember when I was the only friend of yours? Yes. That was white. Right. So you thought. <laughs> and I was like feeling really special. Then all of a sudden yeah. you started hanging out with people of all color. Yes. I mean, how dare I? But yes, that was definitely a fit of jealousy and rage that you had. No, I'm envious. You have so many friends. Yes. See, oh, you used it correctly. Good job. Thank you. Yes. Holly and Nira. And now, the biz with Nira. Chris Rock's reaction to Jada Pinkett's reaction about the Oscar slap reaction. Because <laughs> that was some, if you remember, that's today's top biz story. I mean, how could you actually even forget? Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow is right. That happened, guys. It really still happened. I mean, you think it was all made up? No. Chris Rock has no plans to take Jada Pinkett Smith up on her offer to reconcile with Will Smith. Do you remember when she kind of had these suggestions? She spoke for the very first time since the, since the Oscar incident on her Red Table Talk show. I remember like, hearing it in the biz, Nira. Right? Yes, I talked about it on the biz a few weeks ago. And she's like, I would really love for these two amazing, intelligent men to reconcile because we need more of that in the world today. Mm. Instead of canceling people, you know, let's work on things. Let's make the world a better place. The world needs both of these amazing humans. Chris Rock is like, mm. Yeah, no, um, I'm cool. Uh, and people who are very close to Chris say he is one of the most genuine people you will ever meet. He's not involved in Hollywood drama. He's not involved in the Hollywood scene. He just works hard. He's not concerned with the Smiths at the moment. He's touring and he's preparing for a comedy special. And that's what he needs to focus on right now. It actually sounds really healthy. Yeah, he's like, uh, do I need to try and get into that right now? Do I need to try and change my focus? I guess not. Maybe that's not what I need right now. And it feels like he would be doing it for Will Smith, not uh, for himself. Yeah, and right now he needs to focus on other things i mean will he talk about it one day probably hmm. will he make some good money off of it i hope so probably and there's already reports that the oscars want him next year to be the oscar host Imagine. after what happened so good and you know will smith has been banned from attending the oscars right he's yeah. been taken away like yeah that's the only thing that's happened to him so far well i mean a lot of his projects are not going forward oh, a lot boo. of people the canceling has begun from what i hear though he is trying to work on himself and get some help because clearly something snapped that day and if you're a fan of the Scream franchise and you were a super fan that Scream 5 came out, you're going to be a little bit disappointed about what I'm hearing about Scream 6. Hello, Sydney. Remember me? We remember you. Nev Campbell is saying she's now not going to be starring in Scream 6. 
Why give up now? You've already been in five of them. It's so confusing. Uh, she says she won't be making the next Scream film. She says as a woman, she has to be extremely careful to establish her value in her career, and especially when it comes to the Scream franchise. She felt that the offer that was presented to her does not equate the value that she has brought to the franchise. Oh, dang. Which is super true. Yeah. She is. She, she's Sydney. Yeah, how do you do the movie without her? Well, they have been sort of like she wasn't giant in the last film, like the last one, but still her and Courtney Cox, David Arquette really brought in that original feeling that needed to be there. And obviously, um, I've told you that Courtney Cox says that she's coming back for Scream 6. And we all at that time were told Nev Campbell's coming back. And now I don't know. I mean, maybe after what people are hearing, because you got to have her back for the next one. Also, she is Sydney, like you said, like you pay her. Pay her more. Find money. She Figure is Sydney Prescott. She needs to be in the movie. I love that you know her last name. She is Sydney Prescott. You got to. Do you? <laughs> you got to Do you? And reports are that there's some drama on The Voice. Reports are that Kelly Clarkson is unhappy that Gwen Stefani is going to be taking her place. Oh, really? Yeah, but isn't this what they do? I'm so confused. I thought they bring people in and out consistently. All the time. But um, Kelly, I guess, did she have a little bit of a feud with Blake Shelton a little while ago? Yeah, they didn't really get along uh, very well. Okay, but then they worked on it, right? That was fine. They're fine. They're professionals. But Gwen Stefani has made it no secret that she wants to be back on the show and she's super thrilled and now she comes back and I guess Kelly Clarkson now takes a break. So who will it be then? Will it be Ariana Grande still? I don't know about the Ari right now. I know that's Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. That's it? Well, no, we need another please. There will be more. The (laughs) only thing with Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton when they're on the show together now, it was better when they were just like flirting and like, do they like each other? Don't they? It's like any show when the two main characters finally get together. It's boring. It's boring. It's different. And it's like gross. Now are they annoying? They're like gross. They're like, yeah, you get him. No, you get him. Like, it's gross. <laughs> okay. I'll say it's annoying. I'm Nira, <laughs> and that's the biz. Thank you, Nira. It's time to play Holly and Nira's Two Touch Truths and a Lie. For real. <laughs> For real. North America's first immersive experience focused on King Tut is coming to Vancouver this fall. We are super stoked to check it out, but we wanted to make sure we had tickets for you. BeyondKingTut.com, a four-pack of passes right now. We're going to tell you two true facts about King Tut, and one is a lie. You pick out the lie, and you win. Hence why we call it Two Tut Truths and a Lie. <laughs> we'll say good morning to Christine in Aldergrove, who's playing with us this morning. Hello, Christine. Hello. Well, and good morning to you on this wonderful day. Well, I know. Oh, it's just so you. pretty outside. You're a bag of rainbows. Oh, <laughs> you guys are awesome. I love listening to you guys in the morning. Oh, thank Doing you. Work. Thank you, Christine. Yeah. Okay, so you pick out the the lie of these facts, and, and you got these passes. Okay, Nira, give them to us. King Tut was nicknamed the Boy King. King Tut was buried in a secondhand coffin. King Tut had to wear contact lenses. <laughs> Two tut truths and a lie. Which one is the lie, Christine? Mm, that one's a tricky one. So I want to say that they didn't have contact lenses. So, <laughs> so <laughs> she answered C. Yes. Yeah, nothing gets yes. past Christine. Oh, she's smart, man. And you were a straight A principles list girl. I can tell. Christine, congratulations. These tickets are all yours. You are going to be going to Beyond King Tut. Yay! Thank you so much. This is so wonderful. You're so welcome. My goodness. I want what you had this morning. Yeah, share, please. Sure. We're in yeah, downtown I Vancouver. <laughs>
You can go to Beyond King Time for more information. And congrats again, Christine. Have an amazing day. Enjoy the sunshine. We'll play again tomorrow morning at 7.30. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Does the two equal do to you? The two. Does it equal do to you? I know you're confused, but let me explain. When you're writing an email to someone, you know how there's the two category? Then there's the CC category. Then there's also the BCC category. You know, when you're okay. writing an email to someone? Yes. And yesterday, because um, what's kind of happened, we, it was just Holly and I working for a few days. Mm-hmm. Our producer was, was off, gallivanting, you know. How dare he? I was on vacation and stuff. Anyways, it was just the two of us. And Which is always terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. It was a lot of work. Okay? It's a lot happening here. There are a lot of emails that need to be sent. <laughs> so I sent an email in regards to some information that needed to go to promotions. Okay. And in this email, I hit, I hit two to the address of the person in promotions. Okay? Yeah. And then I CC'd the information to Holly and our producer, Darren. Okay? Yeah. And so a bunch of these emails have been kind of going back and forth or just being sent and trying to take some responsibility here. Oh, thank God. Because somebody <laughs> needs to and it ain't going to be me. And then Holly randoms is like, hey, uh, <laughs> you know, like when you like write emails or when you get emails... How do you feel like when you're not in the two category and you get put in the second line of the CC? Like, what, what do you think of that? Like, mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, oh my gosh, is this because of the emails I've been sending? Because right away, I could tell you were upset. You're yes. like, I like to be in the two category. Yes. I really want to be on the top line. I just, I'm just putting it out there. Okay, I like what? I like everybody who's on this email. If you need to be sent an email, yeah. you should be all of you on the same line, equal, mm. two, mm. two, on the two line. CC to me is like, don't, don't. No, so I, I, I need to know this information. Then. I, I need to explain to you. For me, the two equals do. The person that I'm twoing it to mm-hmm. is the doing person. Like there's something they need to do. Yes. There's something they need to do. And the CC person? Is information, for your information. Yeah, I don't need that information. Well, Okay. Put me in the two line. For example, we give away contesting. I was trying to get the people's information who won the contesting, and I'm sending it out to promotions. So I'm toing them because mm-hmm. they need this information. Then they need to do the two equals do. Okay. okay? Then I cc'd you, Holly, on it just so you would be aware that okay, Nira has sent this. I don't know. I now don't need to be on it. But I don't need to know that information. Yeah, you do. If you're like, I'll send the email. I'll deal with it. I'm like, great. You send the email. You deal with it. I don't need to. To know you do need to know no you don't there's so and there's so many things like you and i were talking about something about okay we have an idea for a contest we want to do i then again put the two to the person who's got to do something with the information right i cc it to you yeah. in case i'm not here what if i'm gone off for it you're like oh what was that idea that nira said we had so you have it you have it for your information you've been cc'd and also i think a cc is a great way to encompass a team element to showcase that we are a team if i just send the information promotions without cc'ing you and darren it's not giving that team mentality that team environment to the rest of the departments at the station then why if we are a team are we not an equal team on the two line why do you have to lower me to the cc line yes it is it's like being on a cruise ship 
You are in the two lines. <laughs> You're at the top. You got the balcony rooms. No. And there's me and our producer, Darren. We're at the bottom. We're in steerage. No, it's on the not CC about, line. it's about the information and who needs, if mm. I needed action from you as yes, well. action. If I needed the action, <laughs> I needed you to do something, I would also put you in the two. Okay, so are you telling me any email that I'm CC'd on, I could just delete because I don't have to do anything? No, that's not. Because I'm not in the two. According to you, <laughs> I'm not in the two. That's not what I'm so saying. So I don't got to do. Okay, wow. And you know we're saying T-O, not T-W-O, just to make sure. Okay, got it. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. I hope you never need this information. But the real sign you should be looking for if you think your partner is cheating on you. Maybe next time think Great song. I guess so. Horrible thing, though. Horrible thing. Mm -hmm. According to one of the world's top private investigators. Oh, no, not a PI. A PI. He Mm. says there's one kind of tricky sign that you should be looking for if you think, suspect your partner is cheating on you. And that is the need to know basis. When your partner starts operating on a need to know basis, be warned. Okay, and here's what need-to-know behavior is. Things like forgetting to mention all the details of the night out. Oh, I didn't... I forgot to tell you that... Oh, yeah, she came by for a bit. Mm. Ooh. Forgetting to, like, mention who was there. Everybody. Forgetting to mention exactly what time they left or exactly which place they went to when or who was cabbing home with who. It's like a need-to-know basis when they start forgetting little details and leave out information in the story, he says, be warned. Forgetting or purposely leaving out? Yeah. Right? Because forgetting is different. Because if you had too many drinks, I mean, there's so many times where I know you have forgotten pieces of information because you legit forgot. Dude, I don't remember getting home many nights. Exactly. So it's not about necessarily forgetting, but it's like purposely forgetting. forgetting. Yes. Leaving things out of the story. purpose. And they say it's called need to know behavior. Like, yeah, she doesn't Mm. need to know exactly who was there. He doesn't need to know that that guy was there because I don't Is need to know behavior very different than you don't have time to talk about everything? Yes. Because my husband and I, we've never done things so separately in our lives as we have in the last few years with three children. Mm. One person, it's easier for one person to stay at home with the kids and the other one to go out. And we take turns doing that then, right? Right. So you still have a social life in order somehow, somewhere, right? Just never together. Cool. Not, not never. Right. Not never. But it is a lot more like, okay, you got a boy's night, I get yep. a girl's night. Because you got to keep it going. Otherwise, you're just home all the time. Well, and babysitters are really expensive. So, really? And you have three kids. So, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a lot. And then by the time the next morning happens and you've, you're already out of it because you barely got any sleep. And then as soon as the morning starts, it's like this person has soccer and then this person has a birthday party. Then that person has the second soccer and then that one person has. By the time you get to it, you're giving each other information throughout the day. But you're not purposely withholding information. No. That would be the problem. If he was like, hey, Nira, how was your girl's name? You're like, yeah, it was really good. And he's like, oh, so who ended up coming? And you're like, I don't know, a bunch of us. Okay. And just, he's like, what do you mean a bunch of us? You're like, yeah, just a couple of people. The reason I'm asking is because you've put this out there. And there are a lot of couples that are in the position that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And now I don't want everyone suspecting everyone. Like now, seriously, like my husband and I should be straight up suspecting each other. Like he is so sus. I am so sus right now. Okay. So when, I'm not kidding, a second ago when you were like describing your life and he goes out alone and yeah. I go out alone and yeah. we never talk about our nights. In my head, okay. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. dude, you it's- guys are prime. <laughs> Someone, you could, if you wanted to. Yes. 
You could cheat. It's so much work. I'm not work. saying you want to. It's so much work to cheat. Like, who has yeah, time? You've already set it all up. Have you, you I? You go out. Yeah, you go out. But oh, I'm it's with a girls' five. night. Yeah, I am. I'm with all girls. Are you? <laughs> Prove it. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. How do others look to you when you're tired? <sighs> Yeah, you know, oh, oh didn't God. get very much sleep last night. Story of our lives doing yes. this show. And anyone who does shift work, I mean, shout out to all the healthcare workers out there. And anyone who parties midweek, it is rough some mornings. It is very rough. <laughs> you and healthcare workers, totally. Okay. Uh, but if you still have that friend in your life that maybe just can't get a partner because their standards are just too high, or you've been accusing them of having high standards, maybe it's just they're really tired. Because when you're tired... It makes other people look less attractive to you, scientifically. What, sorry, when you're tired. When you are tired, other people look less attractive to you, huh? scientifically. It's not just tired people look unattractive, because that too, we look very unattractive. I, I was going to say, I look tragic most mornings. Most mornings, <laughs> but all day, actually. Oh, thanks. Me, like oh, all day. Oh. I'm all day, trash. Yeah, same. But when you are tired... Other people look less attractive to you. There's this new study that just came out that said when people, uh, when other people look less attractive, um, it's because we haven't gotten enough sleep. They Mm. tracked people's eye movements after a full night of sleep versus after not enough sleep. When people hadn't slept, they spent less time fixating on other people's faces. They also rated them as less attractive. So being tired is kind of like having beer goggles, but in reverse because our, our eye movements can't actually focus on their face properly. And when you can't focus on their face properly, it looks obscure to you. Interesting. The symmetry is off. So they just don't look attractive to you. Huh. And it's because you're tired. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So the next time, like if someone's like, you know, if you feel like someone's not into you, mm. you'd be like, clearly, dude, you're tired. Yeah. You're like, it's not me. It's you. You're tired. You need to get some sleep, bruh. Yeah. How many hours of sleep? Well, I think it's more like sleep deprivation mode. Okay. You know, we, we go often into sleep deprivation mode doing this job. We just Every do. Day. We know this. Every day. No wonder people are not attractive to us. So what if you think someone is attractive and you are sleep deprived? Imagine how they'd look after like eight hours of sleep. Yeah. And you often like think about how many times you have criticized me for not thinking people are hot at the office. Yeah. This is a running thing. Yeah. Nears like there's no one here to choose from. I'm like, <laughs> there are many good looking people in this building. Seriously. I think I was then obviously more sleep deprived than you because, you know, right. you were getting more sleep than me. And so right. it's not them. It's it's me. And then it's not that I have lower standards, right? It's just that I'm well slept. Slept well. Well rested. Wow. Speaking of low standards. Exactly. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. All of your dreams are about to come true, Nira. Okay, ready. You know what's always like super intense whenever you hear about like Mercury's in retrograde. Mm-hmm. Everything feels backwards. Your communication is all screwed up. Everything's very doom and gloom when Mercury is in retrograde. Well, did you know Saturn in retrograde is a thing? But Saturn in retrograde? Saturn in retrograde. It's here. It's happening. And it's a good thing. It's going to make all your dreams come true. Sweet. Saturn started being in retrograde over the weekend. I had no idea Saturn could be in retrograde. I was assuming that if Mercury can be in retrograde, 
Right. Other planets must be able to go into retrograde. And there's so much negative association with Mercury being in retrograde, like you said. And it just ended last week. Mm -hmm. And now Saturn means... Saturn in retrograde. It's here till October 22nd. For the love of God, woman. But like I said, it's a good thing. Okay. We, uh, okay. It's the reverse of Mercury in retrograde. They say Saturn being in retrograde is going to make your dreams come true because when Saturn is spinning normally, not in retrograde, it's the reality check planet. Its vibes are super intense, very mature, very adulting. Saturn. Okay. But when it's in retrograde, it's the opposite. And it pushes people to think about all your adult stuff. Uh, like all your work responsibilities, your relationship, your living situation. Put that all to the side. Don't adult. Just focus on yourself. <laughs> okay? And make your dreams a reality. Okay. I love this. I think it's very sweet and very cute. Yes. It says, take it as an opportunity to get real with yourself, Mira. I love it. I love it. But the problem is, if I don't adult mm-hmm. until October. October 22nd. If I, from this point, that's June, July, yeah. August, September, August. October, what, five yeah, months? Four or five months. Of not adulting? What is going to happen in my life, in my world? My banking institution stuff, my mortgage, just bills. You said put everything that's adulting to the, my children. If I go into Saturn retrograde mode, mm-hmm. Where's the rest of the world going to go? Who cares? You should be focusing on you. You're not doing it already. You're already questioning too many things about adulting and parenting and because what? You know what it reality. is? Reality. Responsibility. I know but you're not supposed to worry about that till October the 22nd <laughs> because you're supposed to be focusing on you because Saturn is in retrograde. That's right. So when the mortgage payment does not happen, yes. we just got to tell RBC that hey, by the way, Saturn's in retrograde and you're not keeping up with the times. How dare you ask me for a mortgage payment? Yeah, what if they're like, you know what? This one's on us. Yeah, let's do it. Let's try that approach. Banks always do that. Saturn is in retrograde. Thank you. Your dreams are coming true. Dude, let's try it. <laughs> Have you always dreamt of being in debt? No, never. Okay, never. Good. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. What are the rules of forgiveness? After you forgive someone... Do you have to like them again? No. This is a question that came up because I'm finishing off the final season of Grace and Frankie. Great show. Love Grace and Frankie. If you've never watched it, you got to get on it. It's an amazing show. So watching Grace and Frankie, in one of the episodes, Frankie's ex forgave her for something. Right? So Frankie contacted her ex. And he forgave her, but he admitted that he still doesn't like her. Hmm. Right? Because she's like, now that you've forgiven me, like if you ever want to get together for like a drink or if you want to, you know, have some dinner together. And he's like, yeah, no, that's cool. And she's like, but I, you just forgave me. Mm. And he's like, well, just because I forgive you, that doesn't mean I have to like you again. Nice. <laughs> so what are... <laughs> and it, any like maybe there's no rules for forgiveness but if you forgive someone do you think it's possible that you would have to like them again or you should like them again or is that even that's that's way out there you just answered your question Hmm. you should like them again 
No, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And no, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. You okay. feel like you should because why? Society has thrown out a phrase like forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. Forgive and forget. Some things you can forgive, but you can't forget. I I believe in that. Just because you forgive it, that doesn't mean you can forget it. That's right. And there's a reason why your brain, your body, your gut, your spirit, whatever inside you your subconscious doesn't want to forget it because maybe it goes into protection mode. For sure. Or does forgive and forget just kind of mean you forgave, now just forget about it and move on. Which way do you look at forgive and forget? Mm. Forgive and forget about it now. Don't hold on to it because it's that grudge inside of you and it's eating up your energy. Or forgive and forget as in let that person back into your life forget. Like which way do you look at forget? You're forgetting a third option. Wow. Forgive and forget them. Right. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Right? I mean, and it's good. <laughs> that sounds like the healthiest option, I'll be honest. Because yeah. not only have you forgiven them for whatever they did, so you've got let that go. You're yeah. not wasting time on that anymore. Yes. You move past, but you also don't have to deal with them again. Some would argue that if you are still in that place where you don't like them, mm-hmm. then have you technically forgiven them? Great question. Have you forgiven someone? I think you can still forgive mm-hmm. because you're letting that go. Mm-hmm. You're saying, okay, fine, you made a mistake. I forgive you. I'm not going to hold on to it anymore. But that doesn't allow you, that doesn't give you permission to come back into my life. Yeah. Right? No. It, yes, you're right. I think we're on the same page. Whoa. I forgive you. <laughs> no, I forgive you. What? How dare you? Forget it. <laughs> Holly and Nira.